Welcome to Waypoint, a podcast for fans of superhero podcasts. That is an accurate description of it. I'm Jules, I'm the Game Master. I'm Sanya and I play Charlotte. I'm Viola and I play Moon. And I'm Mimi and I play Max, the team leader, I have to say again. <laughs> Shut up. Yes. <laughs> and your amazing leadership qualities will become apparent once more today because you guys have a fight ahead of you. Yeah, maybe, maybe this will be the first time we don't have to check the um, unprepared and off-balance thing. I would so like you, that. Uh, you mean you basically spent the entire last episode preparing? We have some, some nifty stuff now. One would hope we are prepared. And also very badly arguing with Black Hole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, very badly arguing with Black Hole is something you can do again this episode. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm sure. Either way, yes, you've prepared last episode for the fight. You, of course, absolutely knowing what was ahead of you, uh, met up with Black Hole to study her mm-hmm. last night. Yes, that's So what you're happened. prepared for the fight. And Moon made the best of it and built... You built bracelets that make, that make Charlotte, Charlotte's fist vibrate. And you can use that for fighting Black Hole. At least that's the intention. Um, yes. And I would say I give the scene to you. Uh, Moon has been working all night at these vibrating ba- bracelets uh, and has been moved to her bed by Enoch. And that was adorable. Yes. I assume that you meet up in the morning to make your plans. Yeah, I feel like Max hasn't slept much to begin with um, and <laughs> will probably be awake very early. If no one... Moon will probably like sleep until someone wakes them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Charlotte will probably also get up very early because she also hasn't slept much. So who who wakes that. Moon? Who's the cruel person? I mean, <laughs> probably Max, right? Yeah, I think that makes sense. Team meeting in 10. <laughs> okay, 15. <laughs> I assume you meet in the in the in the meeting room, the yes. one with the fancy superhero team table with the three symbols that you don't know. So, Charlotte, good morning, by the way. Oh, I see you. You all slept as much as I did. Um, I, I'm, I found some stuff out during the night, and I, I made a thing. And Moon holds up one of the vibracelets. What's that? It's, you know how we thought that um, Black Hole only vibrates when, when she walks through stuff? I analyzed the footage, and I got some help. And I figured out that her powers are actually, she's vibrating all the time, but she's vibrating at a frequency where I, our eyes can't see it. So she doesn't actually interact with anything. And what's really weird is that means that the this this thing that we were told that there are some like very dense materials that she can't walk through is total bullshit. So I have no idea why she stayed in prison when she could have just walked out there whenever she wanted, but she did. But that also means that like, if you want to punch her, she's always, you're gonna face right through her. And with these bracelets, you can actually vibrate your fists at the exact same frequency that Black Hole is and actually like punch her and hold her and, and stuff like that. That's very weird, but thank you for doing that. Uh, but 
I would Ready recommend getting say. a short um, training session with Starball 2 um, to get a hang of the phasing stuff. I don't want your hand to, to get stuck in a wall or something. <laughs> While we're talking really quick about Starball 2, uh, Max, did you wake him up? I don't think yet. I, mm -hmm. I probably thought it would be better to have a team discussion first. Yeah, makes sense. All right. You, you want Starball 2... To be there as well he doesn't have to be there but i, I would recommend he, he can do the whole vibrating and th and phasing stuff i would recommend trying it on him first before you go into a battle situation yeah uh, you're probably right and i mean strictly speaking it's it's his mission we're just here to help out i mean we were also contacted by black hole so or i was so it's not only yeah, but his if, mission if you hadn't known that she had robbed a bank, would you be seeking her out right now? Listen, we are I'm... helping him out, so we can't keep him out of this entirely. I just thought we as a team should decide how to do this before involving him. Okay, so I guess we just wake him and yeah, we, we get to training. Maybe we should decide on a plan first. Um, fighting Black Hole is one thing. Finding Black Hole is the other thing. She said she really missed Star Vault, the original Star Vault, because she enjoyed like the, the, the challenge of fighting him. So maybe if we challenge her like publicly, she'll come out, but that's no guarantee. I mean, she's definitely interested in me. Um, I think it might work if I challenge her publicly. I think it's worth a try because that way we can probably better control how and where we face her. Yes, exactly. We can choose a place where there's no civilians around and no one will get hurt. I think that should be a priority for us. Preferably with like a lot of open spaces where she can't like ambush you in the middle of a wall. Is there like a desert or <laughs> frozen lake or something? Even a big park would do it. <laughs> well, I think it's actually a good idea if we do it outside of the city with, you know, less people around. Because I don't want anyone to get hurt because of the fight between us. The question would be if she goes for it. I mean, we choose the place, we tell her where to go, and if she is brave enough to challenge me... She can, you know, come. Yeah, that doesn't smell like a trap at all. Yeah, but that's what she likes, I right? I think she would be more likely to show up if it's in the city and not uh, outside. Yeah, but we need to find a place where there are not a lot of civilians because we're, we're fighting a very powerful villain and she can definitely hurt a lot of people. You did look at this holographic projection of the city, I think last episode or the episode before, uh, especially of Riverside. And in the closest vicinity, like Waypoint is a pretty tightly packed city, but there are some options, I'd say. The closest one is probably the docks. Mm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Uh, most of them have gone out of business or are barely in use anymore. So there is a lot of like abandoned space there. I mean, the docks would be interesting. Like, uh, Starball 2 and I can also walk on water a little bit. Might be a good idea. Also, the there's probably, like, some 
metal like cranes or, or containers or, th or something that would be very good for mechs. Yes. Like having stuff to magnetize yourself to or throw or conduct lightning or something. And the other bonus is that we are not going to get into the territory of another hero. Yeah. That's also true. Okay, now we know where. But the question that still stands is how. How can we get Black Hole to go there? Like, I think we have to find out, like, what does she actually want? Like, what can we offer her or, or threaten to take away that will make her come to us? I mean, I think mostly she just enjoys the challenge. That's what she said, but... Because we can't offer her riches or whatever because she has so much and just you know can just walk into a bank again if she needs money well we do know that she keeps an eye on the star bolts right mm -hmm. yes. yeah she did she did mention in the conversation with charlotte that she saw both of both of them at the bank when when she talked to you charlotte she was trying to get you to see her point of view maybe And you rejected her. Yes. I have an idea, but it's I, I'm not sure if that's ethically okay to do. Maybe Starball 2 could be bait. Like we could fabricate some story that something happened with the SOS and he's like super fed up with it. And he's trying to contact Black Hole to go over to her side. I'm very uncomfortable with that. Yeah. I think we just need to need to challenge her maybe Starbolt and two and i could you know challenge her together that would be interesting for her to fight two Starbolts. max does have a personal promotional tool you could maybe use for that yes yep one thing i have to say if we do that publicly there is a very good chance that some of Ecstatics fans will go to the docks to watch this, which is a bit counterproductive to the entire get civilians away from the area Yeah, I think thing. we need crowd control in some way. On the other hand, it is counterproductive to the keep people safe element. It is productive to the getting the Ecstatic brand out and having an audience to give you buffs uh, true. element. That's true. <laughs> Just live stream the fight. <laughs> um, Chad <laughs> wants me to say, you suck. <laughs> Wait, can we just record it and edit it so we can like <laughs> edit out our failures? <laughs> we reached the $200 goal. That means I get to tell Black Hole to go fuck herself. All right. <laughs> hey, Black Hole, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so the plan right now is to get Starble 2 up and fueled so that he and Charlotte can try out the bracelets. And yep. yes. Max and I will try to formulate a more concrete plan on how to challenge her via like ecstatics platform. Yes. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Uh, and just as you're formulating that plan, uh, the door to the meeting room opens and Starball 2 walks in, uh, like looking around a little. Hey, uh, you having a, a meeting? You're right on time. Oh, cool. So I'm not left out of this one. All right. <laughs> nope, we were just about to get you. Promise. Okay, perfect. So, so wh what's the plan? What are, what are you helping me do? Well, Max will tell you. 
since she's the leader. <laughs> I think I will just basically tell him all we have talked about, but will emphasize his role in everything and mm -hmm. that he will also be there in public and featured in the fight and in the challenge. All right. Yeah, it, I mean, he's he, he's not like he's just happy that your plan doesn't involve him like standing outside and he doesn't have to like fight for being a participant in his own mission <laughs> uh, based on like previous interactions. And uh, he's like, okay, so if I get this right, I vibe with Charlie here for a little bit and then we fight. Yeah. We make a video and we fight. Basically, yes. All right. It's a bit more right. complicated than just making a video, but yes. <laughs> well, you're the you're the celebrity superhero person, right? So you you get to prepare and write that out and all of that, right? Yep. Okay, cool. Then, I guess Charlie, you're with me. I guess so. And yeah, he he would take Charlotte to yeah give give us some lessons in vibration please stay which, away from my equipment i don't even know that would probably not need a role you just get some time to figure it out basically like i assume that moon sort of built these gauntlets to like is it is it something she has to adjust herself or does it have like something on it that lets you control the frequency of vibration and all of that I would say it lets you control because we don't know which exact frequency um, she's using and if she might change it during the fight. If she might become... Okay, so you can adjust it, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, essentially, you what, what Starball 2 shows you is basically him going through a range of vibrations. Some of them actually looking quite similar to what you saw on the footage, mm -hmm. where like it seems like he's moving very fast, then it seems like he's just basically like s very slightly vibrating, and ultimately you can't see him vibrate at all because he he kind of works in in synergy with the human eye, which is the same vibration that Black Hole must probably be at. Yeah. And based on that, he like guides you through And yeah, I I would say while you do that, Max gets to plan out how to draw out Black Hole. Do you have any ideas for that, Mimi? I think that um, we should probably have both of the Star Balls uh, in a video and maybe not get too aggressive with it. Like the whole, you're a coward if you don't sh show up and mm. you suck or, or you're an asshole or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would probably be a framing of we know uh, you are the one who robbed this bank and um, in basically the spirit of fairness we challenge you to a fight a fight in the name of Starbolt so basically you're back to this whole Starbolt mm. versus Black Hole thing I think that would work mm. probably best on her I'm gonna say it is the two Starbolts who are recording it but since Max is planning all of it I'd say you get to Try to provoke someone yeah. that through that sense. video that you're doing. That's an eight. Okay, that is a mixed success. That means that they don't do exactly what you want, but you do gain some sort of advantage in this situation. So either they stumble and you take a plus one forward against them, they err and you gain some sort of critical opportunity, or they overreact and you gain influence over them. You'll you'll find out at the docks then. Oh oh, which guys, one of the ones of these? How actually about happens. noon at the docks? 
I mean, I'd, I'd assume that you'd probably need like a bit of time to prepare this day. So uh, noon might be a bit early. But if you want to like train your uh, train your fighting and all that. <laughs> Fine. Three o'clock. It's, it's high. It's high. 3 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would suggest getting there early and finding a like abandoned pier or something that mm -hmm. speaks. Yeah, to I'd us. assume that you'd probably like record the video at the docks to uh, as well to like make the challenge because like just to show hey it's at the docks yeah yeah so i'd say there's probably like the your headquarters itself is a building on the docks so if you walk out like a little bit more on into the industrial area you see that there's some docks that are still in use where there's ships and all of that but there's also some abandoned buildings with like broken windows and uh, that have equipment still standing around that's rusted to complete uselessness. And you do find relatively large areas like that between like multiple <laughs> buildings that would make for a good fighting grounds. So where do you position yourself at the docks? Are you like on land? Do you go out a little bit onto, onto like, uh, do, you, uh, do you stay on the dry docks or do you go out of the, the wet docks? I think on the dry docks. Where we're, like, super visible. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so you, you stand out there, you, you recorded your, your message of aggression. A cold breeze comes towards you from the ocean, which is not that far away. You're in the open bay right now. Ah, beautiful. And, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's very nice. It's also, like, nice weather, very summery. And yeah, you, you kind of just stand there in a situation that you haven't had, uh, that you've only experienced sort of on the other end. You've always been the ones arriving to the fight, basically. Yeah. Uh, you've never really waited for someone to show up in that way. I mean, you've waited for people to show up and the people usually didn't show up. But you, <laughs> you've never challenged someone and waited for them in this regard. And yeah, time passes a little. So just a quick thing. Um... I'm, I'm Moon would su would suggest that they um, leave the fighting mostly to the Starbolts and if they can that Moon and Max try to distract or confine just just help but not actually attack because we can't actually hurt Black Hole but shoot some electricity where she wants to run away to or scream at her mentally. Yeah, like, who knows? Like, fists probably wouldn't work, but maybe electricity does. Yeah. Maybe mind powers do. Telepathic bands probably won't. <laughs> I think that makes sense. And Max agrees, although you can tell she is a bit miffed at being on the sidelines for this one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you actually, can coordinate. Actually, I'm not sure if Moon's powers would work on, on Black Hole. Depends on whether she's, like physically mostly human or not like if a, if if she's like just a vibration person then her physiology might be so different that moon's like mind stuff just doesn't affect her at all <laughs> we'll see yeah we'll see that's going to be something fun to figure out based on how how well you roll <laughs> you yeah you wait a little bit and it is slightly awkward because <gasps> uh, she doesn't show up on time at the very least. Jules, is there yes. a crane somewhere? 
a functional crane yeah. in the vicinity. Sure. Moon will get sure, in a yeah. get in the in the crane with the idea that okay, I, last last fight I I I drove a truck, so maybe a crane could help. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure, why not? You do that. You you climb onto rusty out of out of work uh, industrial equipment. Maybe I can get it working again. <laughs> yeah, you know, you can you can try that. But uh, before you really get to that, you, without much fanfare, out of one of the dry docks, rises as if climbing upstairs like the first time that Charlotte met her, Black Hole, and walks towards you slowly, her hands in her pockets, looking the same way you've seen her before. Her full body except for her face covered in clothing, but with a black swirling mass for a face. And uh, she raises her arms above her head as she comes towards you and says, Well, who am I to turn down a challenge? So you finally decided to show up. Well, your message was a little bit sudden. I'm sorry, I can't just drop anything to walk over here and have a little sparring match with some teenagers. I'm not a teenager. I, I'm not a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> well, be that as it may. What's the plan? You, you figured out a way to uh, to do what no one's done before, to do as Starbolt did, to knock me out with a with a two-fisted punch? Are you ready to find out? She, uh, you, you can't see her face, but her voice sounds as if she's smiling as she says, Oh, I was born ready. I will say, I will count the situation as basically they stumble and that she did arrive pretty unprepared for the situation. Basically this time she is the one that arrived unprepared and off balance. Hey. And hey. Max gets to uh, Max gets to take a plus one against them nice. based on that. And <laughs> yeah, Charlotte, if you want to, you can roll your own provoke someone. Yes, I would do that. All right, do that. Oh, Jesus. Um, What's your superior like, huh? Oh, it, it, uh, your superior uh, is a no. zero. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a six. <laughs> you All could right, argue nice. that like the entire plan that we made was. Helping. Oh no! Wait, I have I have a plus one against uh, against black hole, so it's a seven. That's right. true. Yes. You do have a plus one against black hole, so it's a seven. I would say uh, this her her aggressive comeback. Oh, I was born ready. Does does mean that they overreact and you gain influence over them. Okay. And uh, she she does seem to have decided on you being the person she's fighting here. Okay. As she suddenly starts into a sprint and makes her way towards you. Remember, if you have influence over someone, you have a plus one to all moves targeting them. Yes, that's that's my question because I already have a plus one. Would it be a plus two then? I think from what I remember, a plus one forward means you get a plus one to a roll that you do against them. Okay, just one which roll. Which would have been this roll. Which would have okay. been this roll, but now that you have influence, you have further plus one. So it basically just you get to keep your plus one. Okay. So yeah, the situation is the following. Uh, she, she runs towards you. And uh, even though you did the last move, this is still on you. You're the first person who can act here, Charlotte. 
Okay, I will, when she runs towards me, I'm guessing she wants to attack me somehow. It does seem like that. Yeah, uh, so I will quickly step out of the way when she runs towards me and punch her in the back of the neck because she like okay. runs past me then. Okay, that is a directly engager threat. Mm -hmm. Roll plus danger. Or uh, you can do your fight the good fight move if you take it easy on her, basically. Um, might save your... Save But your here, impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition might actually be very important. That's true. Uh, yeah, I would take the uh, fight the good fight move, uh, which gives me a plus two. Okay, but that means that you, yeah, basically uh, try to uh, go, e go somewhat easy on her. Yes, in this, yes. In this attack. All right, do that. Okay, and I also have a plus one, so plus yes. three. <laughs> yes. Eight. All right. Mm, I would actually create an opportunity for my allies uh, for sense, stubble yeah. two. Okay, yeah. I will say, how, how do you want to create an opportunity for your allies? Well, by uh, punching her in the back, I would say she would stumble or something like that mm -hmm. and maybe falls down, so... Uh, Stubble to would have like a good opportunity to to continue on yeah. from that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna say that you hit her in the back of her head with your newly vibrating bracelets, mm -hmm. and you do feel for the first time with these bracelets. Like you you tried that out with Starball too, but he was a lot more gentle. Uh, when you hit Black Hole with this, you do really feel like you're hitting her. Yeah. But something's a little bit off. Okay. And you do notice it when you hit her in the back. You also see it on her. She starts shifting. She starts vibrating. It's like you've sort of thrown her out of whack, out of vibration with how she usually is. Okay. And your hand ultimately passes through her, but she does stumble forwards and uh, looks around at you like somewhat crazed. Like she actually didn't expect you to have something that would allow you to touch her. And uh, she shouts out a... Ah! Surprise! <laughs> not as surprised as you're gonna be. Basically, like, you create the opportunity for Starball to... Uh, you try to tear her down and it didn't quite work, but she's really distracted now, which still creates an opportunity mm -hmm. for Starball to... Okay. As she comes back at you and does manage to uh, land a strike against you in an unprotected point and you feel for the first time now she can clearly somewhat shift uh, her vibrations to a point where it does hurt where you do feel it yeah uh, when she strikes back mm -hmm. uh, so you get to mark a condition starbolt 2 black hole strikes back <laughs> <laughs> okay then i would take uh mm. Okay, guilty doesn't make any sense. So it would be afraid or hopeless. Uh, angry and insecure you already have yes. marked down? Yes. Then I I think maybe if anything afraid because you notice that like she has a lot more contro control over this yeah. than yeah. you might have originally thought. Yes. And she does seemingly like act from from what it looks like after you hit her, she did actively change her frequency. So you'll have to adjust if you want to keep hitting her. Mm. Basically. Okay. Yeah, then I I will take afraid. Okay, that makes sense. 
but you did create an opportunity for Starbolt 2. Mm -hmm. And I'll ask the other two, because Starbolt 2 isn't really a player character. <laughs> how does Starbolt 2 basically set up a move for one of you? I would... I have an idea, but uh, that would mostly be about m with, with Max. I would say that maybe one of the ideas that we had was that we're trying to find out if electricity can affect black hole and that mm -hmm. maybe you had a like hiding spot where there where there would be a great place to ambush black hole with a lightning strike and that Starball 2 would maneuver her there so you can try to shoot lightning without hitting like any of the others. Yeah, I think that might make sense to see if um, I can also be a player in this little yeah. fight. Because he would rather find that out sooner than later. And preferably, if it doesn't affect her, then it doesn't hit any of them. So um, ambush punish. Yeah, I think it, it might make sense to uh, sort of try to ambush her with electricity and see if it works. Yeah. Yeah, that does work. Starball 2 basically like... According to the plans you made in advance, does manage to bring his vibrations in the new frequency with Black Hole and essentially like pulls her away from Charlotte and drags her across the pier, which she tries to escape by shifting her vibrations again. But he's pretty good at uh, matching up to that, at getting like a feel for what her vibrations are. You give, he's very much more suited to fighting Black Hole currently than Charlotte is, from what it looks like. And he does manage to throw her down in the area that you basically picked out for that. Max, zap her! Time to play Pikachu, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Max, zap her! Moon, who's the leader of this team? <laughs> you, Unless you use like a very specific move that you have for that, it's just a directly engage a threat. Yeah, no, it's not really anything specific. And since my superior is also not better right now, um, do mm -hmm. we have an audience there? You did do this publicly. So I'd say that some people did show up, especially people from Riverside who are kind of like standing at the sidelines, basically standing like a bit away from the docks. There's like fences around that you basically like passed over to get here. And that usually you're not supposed to enter this area. And there's people behind the fences watching that watched your stream. And probably filming it. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, then in that case, I think I am going to do my stage fighting thing, which means I can directly engage a threat and mark a condition to roll superior instead of danger. Okay, then do that. Which condition do you mark? I guess in this case, afraid would probably make the most sense then because this is the biggest villain we've fought so far. Mm -hmm. And I think that seeing what Black Hole could do now with her own eyes, that Max is sort of feeling a bit outmatched here mm -hmm. and is very much not holding back, unlike uh, Charlotte. And for the audience, this is very much a underdog story then. <laughs> They see, oh, you're afraid, but you still fight through. Yes, I mean one of my um, one of my audience things I have is that they think I'm just like them. Yeah, exactly. For real, she's just like me. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> the underdog. All right, then uh, directly engage that threat with the negative two you just gave yourself. Yes, I I also have a plus one forward because I am the leader. <laughs> yeah, at this point it's definitely a fight. So let's really quick like go through the team mechanics stuff. Mm -hmm. The leader has influence over every teammate? No. If everyone has the same purpose in the fight, add another team. 
seems like it. Yeah. Right? I feel like yeah. we want to catch um, Black Hole. Yeah. If any team member mistrusts the leader or the team, remove a team. No. Mm, no. No. Okay. And if your team is ill-prepared or off-balance, you're so prepared. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely not ill-prepared and off-balance. So you do <laughs> not, not remove a team. So ultimately, you get to add the full three team. Uh, two team. Two team. Because, because no. of my, my um, move captain, we also get another um, team to the pool. And mm-hmm. I carry plus one forward. Okay. Nice. So you have four four team in the pool. The one normal po- uh, team in the pool, the one you give, and two more from the team mechanics. Yes. So um, let's see. I rolled a six. <gasps> mm-hmm. Minus two because of my condition. Yeah. Then the plus one I have because of my superior with five. Plus one I get be- because of my provocation earlier. So just again at six. And then plus one because I am um, the team leader. <laughs> Okay, so you had seven. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you get to, uh, on a seven to nine, pick one. Resist or avoid blows. The same thing we did with Charlotte before. But now I would say impress, frighten, um, impress, surprise, or frighten yeah. the opposition would be very interesting. Yeah, I think, um, like, surprise the opposition probably makes a lot of sense in this situation because... Black Hole probably thought she was going up against the Starbolts and suddenly there's also someone else in the mix. I mean, you did post the video. That's so. true, but I don't think she really saw me as a threat. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. She is definitely surprised. You hit her with that lightning and you see like... It's, it's strange because it does pass through her, but it does also clearly affect her. You see her like shivering under the strain of of the lightning but you do notice that she she once again adjusts herself and somehow manages to find a frequency where the lightning doesn't affect her anymore so so she does seem to have like different settings that allow her to pass through different things but the question is if she can adjust to one thing can she adjust to everything if you like hit her with lightning punch her and scream at her mentally Maybe she can't adjust fast enough to to deal with all of them. Uh, she she seems to be dumbs, dumbstruck by this attack. She uh, turns her head up at Max, who's still like shooting lightning at her, and basically leaps straight at Max. Ma- Max gets to mark a condition based on that response. Yeah. That might be insecure. Like you hit her with like lightning. And she just yes, keeps I coming. Think, and she won't co- stop coming. I think insecure coming. makes a lot of sense here because usually Max holds back a lot with uh, the opponents. But this one was a pretty heavy attack, but it was shaken off easily. So yeah, I think insecure makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you, you do get the feeling that you definitely did hurt her. And she, she does seem to be like somewhat shocked, surprised, or maybe even afraid. Based on based on that attack from you, but has seemed to go for the fight instead of the flight response on this one. Yeah. Uh, knock out the issue. Uh, but if someone else of you wants to interact with the situation at this point, uh, you can. I. Um. This will sound a bit cowardly, but I have the afraid condition, so <laughs> I, I can I can just <laughs> argue that. The idea that I just had with the all at once thing. I'm not sure Moon would think of that without analyzing the situation so Mm -hmm. i think moon since they know that they are the 
least likely to actually affect black hole would have gotten on the crane to get a good view and try to basically set up not to attack but to get as much information as as they can to maybe mm-hmm. um, help the others with a strategy like when it's actually in the fight. So Okay, so you want to assess the situation yeah. basically. Yeah. Ooh, that's a 10. You get to ask too. Um, I'm going to ask how could we best end this quickly with the mm-hmm. like idea that maybe like attacking with different kinds of attack yeah. um, that that might be an idea because I think Moon would have to have this observation to find that out and I think that might be something <laughs> and what here can I use to hurt Black Hole like what here could I use to attack her since like telepathic bands won't do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'd say, how can we best end this quickly? You're doing pretty well so far. <laughs> you get the feeling that like, at least from what you've seen, you did manage to land a few hits on her, a few shocking hits, a few hits that she's had to adjust to. But yeah, that's what you were thinking about is definitely the vibe you've been getting. That if you go at her with multiple things at once, it's going to be a lot harder for her to readjust herself in that way. And what here can I use to hurt her? Basically, like, you get the idea that if this one mode of vibration, that means that it's very hard to touch her, gets turned off when she tries other things, you think that she probably doesn't... Like, your telepathic bands might work if she's in the wrong frequency, essentially. Like, you get the feeling that maybe she can be hit when she's trying to avoid lightning. Maybe she can be whatever. You definitely know from what you've seen before that, like, her base mode is very good at, like, passing through things. Mm But she has to adjust it to different things. So if if you can get her out of her not be able to be touched zone, mm-hmm. uh, you probably can actually hurt her. And I think Moon would just shoot a thought that contains this realization to like the team and jump down from the crane and come running in to help. Yes, but since this sort of uh, situation uh, kind of like wasted a little bit of time, yeah. Max gets to take a powerful blow. Yep. Oh boy. Uh, oh no. A nine plus three. Yes. Yes, that's okay. okay. So oh, no. uh, a ten plus. On a ten plus, choose one. You must remove yourself from the situation, flee, pass out, etc. You lose control of yourself or your powers in a terrible way, or two options from the seven to nine list. I need to think about this for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Lose control of your powers would be very interesting. That would be such good drama. But that would be really bad for us. Yes, but imagine like <laughs> having shot her with lightning and having the afraid condition and she comes at you and your reaction is just like more lightning. <laughs> Except this time it goes everywhere. That's a very Nova move. Mm. I think... I might actually choose the you lose control of your powers in a terrible way. Yes. But it's not lightning, it's the electromagnetism that is messing with all the, the metal maybe in the surroundings. And in this effort to protect herself, Max is pulling all this metal towards her. Mm-hmm. There's a logic to that. That oh, makes sense. Also our bracelets. <laughs> all the metal in the surroundings. That's cool. Okay. That's okay, unfortunate. So, okay. <laughs> I'm going to describe I'm going to describe what's happening. Okay. Black Hole jumps at Max and her hands reach right through Max's chest and Max can like 
feel them in there, can feel them changing frequency, uh, can feel them trying to actually uh, reach her heart. Oh, uh, fuck. No. And Max's body and maybe Max on some subconscious level herself has like, okay, absolute nightmare. I have to stop this in some way. Shock reaction. And her powers flare up. And uh, I can imagine this like, I, I have this very anime image of this scene. Where there's like this short moment of like small lightning flying out from her in all directions. And then second of silence and suddenly all the metal on the docks is pulled towards her. Yeah. To like somewhat protect her in, in this flash of energy. Like this moment where for a second we have no sound at all. And suddenly the creaking of all of this metal. And it flies towards Max. Charlotte is pulled towards Max. The crane that oh no. Moon is placed at is also pulled towards Max with like force that she's never shown before. And a lot of small, sharpened, rusted bits fly towards Max. And both Max and Black Hole are essentially buried under this under this mountain of metal. I would almost let you roll take a powerful blow a second time for that. <laughs> But I'm I'm gonna say for this situation it's more of a Max gets to act again when the rest of the group have done something. Mm -hmm. So you're both being pulled towards this mountain of metal that's forming around Max right now. How do you respond? Um, I would say I let myself be pulled and try to adjust the bracelet to have a frequency that I can go through the metal so I can get to Black Hole and and Max. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm gonna count this as an unleash your powers roll because you do have a temporary superpower in this vibration thing. Okay. Uh, and do you have uh, Hopeless currently? No, I don't. Okay, so you don't get that minus two. Yeah, but I also only got a five. Is there anything okay. I can add? No, right? You are going up against Black Hole and you do have a plus one towards her because of the influence thing. Okay, does that count? Because then I would have a... Oh, well, then I would you have can, a six. You use a team. Like. Oh, right, right. Yeah, but I would say that this is a situation where you can't really help each other. Uh, I think this is a situation where you can't really use team. Okay. Yeah. You're both kind of on your own here in your own bad situations yeah so oh okay no no no. i have an idea okay 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 you, uh someone who doesn't have metal on them because they haven't fought with max before is starball 2 so you can add a team to the pool if you let starball 2 help you well then i would say i let him be in the team because we're that desperate right now <laughs> okay so uh how do you how do you basically do that you, you you are gonna have to somewhat get his attention or call for him i just uh i would just like scream at him dean help me to uh i mean he's also super fast so we, we can just communicate yeah. in in like yeah. that area help me to adjust the bracelet we need to get to max he he runs over immediately and uh while you are being pulled towards it you two like have this small little interaction at super speed where he does manage to get there and while your arms are kind of like it's kind of like they're kind of being pulled together as well by the magnetism that's built up here so you you probably can't touch them all that well you probably can't reach them all that well and he with his vibration based powers 
does help adjust them and does have a feeling for what vibrant uh, vibration they probably need to be if you want to help in this situation mm. so if i if i understand your plan right you want to adjust them to the right thing to still let you attack black hole yes. inside of that mountain yes okay i basically so, want to like pull her back from max okay so i will say that the effect is unstable or temporary because you have a mixed success mm -hmm. or you get to mark a condition i would say it's unstable or temporary yeah that makes sense so you you do reach through it, both of you, as the mountain forms. Uh, do you also want to try to get away rather quickly? Because Max doesn't seem to be done. Like the metal is still flying and you might also be lost in the stack of metal. Um, no, actually, right now, I just want to get inside, pull okay. Black Hole back to not hurt Max. Because like she was inside her heart, so... Yeah. The two of you do get pulled in and you do manage to find the right frequency with the help of Starball 2 to pull her hands out of Max, basically. Mm -hmm. So you did save her from that situation. She turns around to you and sh she does notice that it is you, but in, in the chaos she can't find the re right words to, to quip back at you for this situation. <laughs> So instead, she just gives you, like, a finger gun real quick with her now removed hand. <laughs> and you feel her frequency changing once more as she just passes through the floor before the rest of you get boxed in okay. inside the metal. Uh, Moon, you also are pulled in slower than Charlotte because you are in a crane that takes a bit more to be pulled out of the ground. Mm -hmm. I want to mentally shake max out of it but okay. what i'm thinking is like um like directing all of moon is directing all of all of their like focus on max and feeling this like swirl of panic and shock and hurt and stuff and just basically slapping her and going pull yourself together max okay uh, i would call that and unleash your powers okay Six, seven, eight, since I'm targeting Max and I have influence. Yay. It's an eight. Nice. So you also have a mixed success. You get to mark a condition or the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. I think I'll take the condition because I think the guilty condition fits very well here. Moon can sense like how, like how furious Max's emotions are and how she's so afraid and losing control and everything. And they're not really helping by basically slapping Max into snapping out <laughs> of it. Definitely qualifies as giving, giving Moon the guilty condition. Okay, so I will say you do, uh, you do mark the guilty condition. And this should also have some sort of effect on Max. I think the easiest way to resolve this is just Max also takes a condition from this. Because you just basically mental assaulted her. <laughs> Makes sense. Like, it's not strong enough for a powerful blow, but, uh, yeah. I'd say you just mark a condition from that. Yeah, I think um, I'm also going to take guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. You basically snap snap back into it. Snap back to reality, oh, there goes gravity. Uh, and literally, oh, there goes gravity. Because uh, now that your magnetic powers are, like, ebbing down, you are uh, you're the three of you still in there. Basically, you and the two star balls are being weighed down by a, 
a good big pile of metal. It's not as big as it could have been if like the really big equipment was pulled in uh, and wasn't just like slightly wrecked. Congratulations, you didn't pulse. cause a, a, a crane to crash over you. Yeah, uh, thankfully uh, you were stopped before that. But you're still like in a mountain of sheet metal, of like grating, of uh, fencing, of uh, nails and screws evens. and broken yeah. equipment. Uh, it, it's it's not nice. The 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 folks of you in there. Uh, what do you do? Uh, I so feel like can, Max can... wouldn't immediately use her powers again. That seems like a bad idea. Yeah, this would be, for example, if if uh, Charlotte wants to do that. Because uh, Max would need to be provoked into action in this situation. Provoke Max into action if you want to in this situation. I would actually like to do that. Okay, uh, that is a plus superior. Oh, I just thought of something really mean to say. Uh, okay, superior. Aren't you supposed to be the leader? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so, so I, have, I have a seven and I say to her, Max, come on, you superhero. You have an audience, come on. Do the thing you're good at. You get to. You can also talk, you know, in this uh, in this stressful situation. Uh, like exchange all of the the issues that have stacked up between the two of you. This this is like a high pressure situation for something like that to happen. <laughs> Just saying. I'm not sure Max is capable of like conversation right now. <laughs> I think it's very much still um, this shock um, status mm. that's going on. You just had a near death experience. Just get over it. Um, I think maybe instead of just pushing all of it back, creating uh, an opening for us to get out of. So like really subtle um, use of superpowers. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm thinking right now if this is a directly engage a threat. I was thinking unleashing powers because reshaping your environment is specifically... True. Reshaping your environment is an unleash your powers thing. I'm thinking directly engage a threat kind of because like... Uh... Because of the danger of the situation, like if you fuck up, you do get hurt. Yeah. Uh, and it is a threat. And take something from them could be like opening a path through it. Uh, creating an opportunity for your allies could mean making it so that the two starbolts can get out somewhat. I think directly engage a threat works pretty well for this situation. With what the results of it can be. Unfortunately, you do not get a plus one by... Because you don't have influence over the big over the mountain of the mountain of metal, yeah. I mean, you do have influence over it because <laughs> you are, have magnetism powers, but I don't know. You created this uh, big pile of metal. You are. It's you know mom. what? I'll say you have influence over this mountain of metal. <laughs> I'll give you that. I am its mother. <laughs> its creator, at least. I will allow you influence. I have very bad me. news. I have extremely bad news. Oh no! Okay. Oh no! I have a three. Uh huh. Do you have a condition that worsens your directly engaged a threat? Yes. I do. <laughs> uh, you get two plus ones. That brings you back to three. I, no, wait. Your danger is really bad, right? Minus one, yes. Okay, so you're at like fucking zero or something? <laughs> minus one. You're at one maybe at best case? Okay, cool. Um, That's a very critical fail. So, okay, okay. No, this, this, this makes the situation better. So Charlotte is basically telling Max... Hey, uh, you know, pull it together. You can do it. You're a hero. And Max tries and it goes bad. That drives the situation further. That's good. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that because Max is the one kind of holding it up, sort of like tries tries to get it out, tries to pull something away. And that just leads to some of the metal uh, that isn't supported anymore collapsing oh, uh, right onto, onto Max, which would mean taking a, another powerful blow. 
uh, question. Can I, like, super speed hold Max and make her vibrate so she doesn't get hit by the metal but phases through it? You can try to do that. Okay. I'd say defend. Mm -hmm. uh, that would be a defend. Okay, defend. I definitely have the insecure condition, so it's already minus one. And uh, minus two. You don't. Do you have? Do you have influence over over Max still? I think you do, but Max doesn't over you. Yes. So, so you do okay, get a it's plus a minus one. one. It's a plus savior. Plus savior. Which okay. is, I think, your best stat. So. It's an eight. Eight. Nice. Okay. Just just from the roll or. Uh, no, uh, the roll is seven. Plus two from Savior. Eight, nine. Mm -hmm. And then plus one, one uh, from the influence. What did I do in my brain? Um, that would be a 10. Do you have a condition that makes this worse? Yeah. Uh, do you have insecure? All oh, right, yeah. I have the defense one, which is uh, uh, minus insecure. two. Okay. Right. So, yeah, that brings you to an eight then. Yes. Uh, yes. But that is still a partial success. Yeah, okay. So I would probably expose myself to danger. Yeah, that makes sense. So you get to take the powerful blow. Okay. <laughs> you basically like shift Max out of the way. Mm -hmm. But since basically only your arms are vibrating, that means that you are in the path of the metal now. Okay. So I get to roll to take a powerful blow. Exactly. So 2d6 plus 3. 5 plus 3 is 8. Hey. That is another 7 to 9. So you get to choose one. You lash out verbally, provoke a teammate to foolhardy action, or take advantage of your influence <laughs> to inflict a condition. Uh, you give ground, your opposition gets an opportunity, or you struggle past the pain mark two conditions. Make me do a foolhardy action, please. <laughs> um, oh, Jesus. I, I can't take two conditions because then I'm out. <laughs> yeah. C come on, this is the time for the aren't you supposed to be the leader <laughs> moment. Okay. Do it! <laughs> no, Do I it. can't. Oh my god. This is this is such a good character moment. Come on. Um. Do it, Sunny. Give the audience what they want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> come on, Max. <laughs> aren't you supposed to, uh, to be the leader? Am I having to do all the work here? <laughs> okay, Max, you're being pro provoked into foolhardy action. I would say, uh, Charlotte, if you have the angry condition, you can clear it by shouting at Max like this. Okay, so I can I can clear the angry. Yeah, because condition. you hurt someone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think what I'm going to do is the thing that I didn't want to do earlier. Um, in yes. that I will just use my powers to get yes. the metal away from us in all directions. Like, <laughs> I don't care who's around right now. I'm just going Me? to get out of here. Okay. This I will call an unleash your powers because I am nothing if not inconsistent. <laughs> go for it. Let the leash go. That's double sixes, baby. <laughs> Max hears Charlotte's words and the, uh, the, the nice words weren't enough to get through, but the harsh words did the job. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And and Max gathers all the strength inside of her, all the strength inside of her powers that pulled all this metal beyond what she could ever do before towards her and shoves it away in all directions. A, a hailstorm of pointy bits and rust flies across the docks to uh, the somewhat fear but mostly delight of the audience <laughs> outside the bent fencing. 
it rains <laughs> down and uh, because two sixes somehow manages not to get anyone hurt. That's great. At least something. Also, right now, <laughs> we're just kind of fighting with each other in black hole. <laughs> yeah, black hole, like, black hole, like, black hole did gone. the peace sign fading out uh, thing earlier. Yeah. I would like to extend my senses to see if I can sense black hole anywhere. Like, to see if the fight is over or if she's just waiting to ambush us again. Okay, yeah, do that. You get to, uh, yeah, roll and unleash your powers. Yeah, I mean, I just want to know, is she there or not? I think that's just a kind yeah. sensor or not. That's not unleash your powers, yeah. Okay. I don't have anything that interferes with that. Except my rolling. Um, that's a seven. Uh, that's an eight. That's not that bad. An eight. Okay, so you get to either mark a condition or the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. I think unstable or, temp or temporary would be interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. So I'll, I'll, I'll judge it in this way that you do find her, but you find her rather late. Okay. You basically feel around. You get the feeling that you saw before. You didn't actually see it. The others saw Speaking it before, but you probably does, see it in their minds. What does black hole actually feel like to Moon's senses? Like, can they sense black hole at all? Like, yeah, I'm going to say that this is where the problem comes in and the temporarily and unstableness of it. Because you do get a feeling for her. Like you, you've had an impression from her before, but it's like, it's like watching a movie uh, on a film strip where most of the images are missing. You basically just get like flashing impressions of like micro emotions of like very tiny images, but they vanish as fast as they appear. So it's I, like, I imagine it's yeah. similar to like when Charlotte or Starbucks 2 are in super speed, just like, I just yeah. get glimpses of anything if at all. Yeah, it's actually pretty similar to that. And that way you notice, like, uh, somewhere under you, uh, you see a sh short image from her eyes, but you can't really place it. It just looks like darkness. And it takes a little bit for you to place her. And it's a little bit away, like, at the beginning of the wet pier. But at the time that you actually locate her there, it is pretty late, because at that point she is already rising out of the pier again. I would like to shout at Black Hole. <laughs> Okay, just um, something real quick that you notice. Uh, she's not wet. I mean, water phases through her, probably. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of sad for the electricity conductivity um, aspect of, of things. Yeah, but also raises questions like, hey, how does she move underwater then? Yeah, I, I'm not even sure if, if she can hear, um, if she can like sense my thoughts that I'm sending, but I want to shout at her, don't you have enough by now? See? We we got you real good. <laughs> no, that's not what I wanted to say. I just I just my brain didn't want to. <laughs> You've been a big We're big meanie to us today. <laughs> You've been so not nice. You 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 mean meanie pants. Don't you have enough by now? You can see that we can hit you. You can see that you can get hurt. Do you really want to push this or just come quietly? Uh yeah, I mean. That is a take. Uh, that is a provoke someone. So I do have a minus two on that. <laughs> by now, thanks to me shouting at the question. What What do you want them to do? What do you want them to do? That is important for this. To surrender, to stop okay. fighting and admit that we can beat her. Okay. And I just got a six and a five, minus two. Plus your superior. Nine. Plus one. That's a ten. Yeah. Nice. She, okay, here's the situation as it plays out before you. Uh, like, except for Moon, who's still pretty spry, the rest was just, 
basically collapsed under a bunch of metal and looks real bad. Yeah, but <laughs> Max this, got back this, up and pushed stuff away. But this entire display of power could be very, um, very. I mean, intimidating. Yeah. I want to play. I, I just want you to picture the situation, right? <laughs> the situation is. There's three of you who look kind of wrecked right now. Even Max, who got up, is probably breathing heavily from this display of power. Uh, Moon stands a bit away and, like, shouts at Black Hole. And Black Hole looks, like, unfazed. Black Hole looks like she basically didn't take any damage. She stands straight up. There's no damage visible on her clothing or anything like that. The metal didn't hit her at all. She ducked out of the way before anything happened there. And she just came out of the docks and walks towards the group of three as Moon shouts at her from like a little bit further away that, ah, didn't you see that you were destroyed already? And it seems at first like like she uh, completely ignores Moon. Maybe uh, she, can't just, she, just, she just can't hear me. Maybe. As she just keeps walking towards the three of them. Starball 2 lies like a little bit further ahead because he wasn't in the in the phasing pile with Starbolt 1 and Max, and she basically comes to a halt in front of Starbolt 2, who's only now, like, like shaking his head, getting up, looking up at her. She gets down in, like, a squat position, and then she puts her hands in front of her together and says, Well, I suppose you're right. What's the girl gotta do? Gotta give up. I lost this one. She's having something planned. <laughs> Yeah, like Starball 2 is also, also looks very confused and like says, I mean, I, if, if, she, if she wants to surrender and she says, yeah, well, I guess after this display of power and after seeing how, how much you can do uh, if you work together uh, with your impeccable teamwork over there, uh, <laughs> uh, She's I have just making no choice. fun of us at this point. Hey, I this could no have choice. been part of the plan. She doesn't know what our <laughs> plan Our plan could have been trying to trap her into a metal prison because we still think that like dense materials she can't face through. She doesn't know this was not our plan. Well, she knows. I don't think that any of your I don't think that any of your uh, handcuffs can really keep me, but I'm willing to go seeing how destroyed I was by the man the SOS sent this true new star bolt over here. So, oh, uh, come on. <laughs> I guess I guess I'm going with you then. Uh, and she tries to <laughs> hurt Charlotte with that. Well, um, Max would say star bolts knock her out. So at what Black Hole said, I had to scoff. And at what Max says, I just walk over to Sobble 2 and Black Hall and I look at him and he I nod back. and hopefully that he understands that we're just mm -hmm. gonna like punch her out together. <laughs> yeah, I'll say we, we see how well you coordinate based on how you do the move. I'd, I'd call that directly engage a threat. Okay, so I have the afraid condition, which gives me minus two. Danger is a zero, so... You do have a plus one against Black Hole. I, I do have a plus one, yes. Yeah. Do I have the plus one? What? Yeah, you do have the plus one. You still have influence over her. So. Okay, then I have a seven. Yeah, okay. On a seven to nine, resist or avoid their blows. Take something from them. Create an opportunity for your allies. Impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. I don't know. Take something from them. Their freedom. <laughs> <laughs> their I'd say either that, but I also think that impressing might be fun. 
for okay. like the context of the yeah. you know yeah okay what this whole situation uh, black is. hole is impressed by my punches okay yeah so basically you impress her by playing up to what you did this fight i think because it would be uh, my idea is you both punch her at different frequencies to be sure yeah so she can't really uh, phase out of the way. Something the original Starbolt couldn't have done because he couldn't do multiple frequencies at once. Mm-hmm. And you do hit her and basically knock her back. And she seems to be pretty drowsy as she lies down there on the on the dry docks where she just o- walked over to you. And she's like, oh, it's so good to have you back. And she passes out. Kind of cool, kind of creepy. <laughs> Yeah. And in that moment, you hear a roaring in the distance. Is it a monster roar or more of a transistor um, jet bike roar? <laughs> it is at least to some degree a transistor's jet bike roar. Okay. But it's a night rider, ba- <laughs> rider ride roar. Uh, I you pictured see, immediately Godzilla. <laughs> you see... Uh, <laughs> You see two superhero vehicles pull up. One coming from the sky, which is Transistor's bike that you've seen before. And one that you've also absolutely seen before, because it belongs to one of the greatest heroes currently alive, Knight Rider. Which is basically like a tricked out, very long motorcycle that has like Batman gadgets all over it. Who uh, basically makes like a dramatic daredevil jump over the fencing around the area, also causing, like, the audience to cheer. (laughs) (laughs) Drama. Night Rider. And comes down with a heavy thunk right next to you as he jumps off of the bike. And you can see that in the passenger seat of Night Rider's jet bike, there's also someone else, someone you haven't met before. A pretty tall man in a silver superhero costume with a silver visor in front of his eyes, who apparently came here with Transistor, and they all get out, and Knight Rider, like, pretty briskly walks up to you and says, Challenging Black Hole. Okay. That was gutsy AF. (laughs) (laughs) That was stupid AF. Both true. I think we were successful. Six... Yeah, it was. I mean... Yeah, you did it. He points at the ground. You, you, you beat, you beat her. He seems to like sort slowly collect his thoughts. Even himself, like pretty surprised by the fact that you actually managed to <laughs> knock her out. Before heading pretty quickly to Starball Two, and giving him like a little slap on the shoulder and saying, "You're right with Transistor. We're gonna finalize, you know, this whole thing. You're in. You, you did it. You did the mission that we gave you." You're we're welcome. just going to have to talk about the name thing, but we'll do that when we're back at base. And uh, Starball 2 like slowly nods and looks around at the rest of you, like almost looking for approval. I shake, I shake my head. His eyes go a bit wide, but ultimately he gets up and goes over to the bike. And he does like a shrugging motion in your direction, not really knowing how else to respond to this situation. What can I get like vibe? From him. Uh, he's on full adrenaline mode right now. And probably conflicted and yeah, unsure. And about, about the whole thing. But he, he, does move, uh, he does move to the bike with Transistor, who also briefly got out together with the guy in the silver costume. 
the two of them walking also over to the group of you. I would like to shoot a quick thought at Stubble too. Mm -hmm. You said you needed help. We helped. Just remember that. He he shoots a thought back at you, basically like, yeah, for sure, yeah, thank you. You know, I'll 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 get back at you when you know this whole situation is over. You do what you think is is right, but if you ever reach the point that we did and you are disappointed with the SOS's conduct, you know where to find us. And if not, this is your dream. Follow it. And I will say that all of you have influence over him now. Yay. Nice. I would also like to announce very loudly so the onlookers can hear. So the next time the SOS needs help, we renegades are obviously willing to help them. Knight Rider like, looks at you with a raised eyebrow and says, Well, we didn't ask for your help. Uh, a recruit asked for your help, but you know, I'm, I'm not gonna say no to help in a situation where it's required. You know, this doesn't need to be petty. Oh yes, this needs to be petty. <laughs> so I go up to him, kiss. That's also something that bothers me. Uh, and I, uh, I ask him, you knew that it was, this was Black Hole. Why did you send him after her on his own? What makes you think that I knew that? It was obvious from the beginning. Don't tell me you didn't see the signs. Even even the people in the bank knew it was Black Hole. He turns his head towards the unconscious Black Hole on the ground, who you can see now that she's not fully controlling it, is back to her. Like her standard form seems to be the one that to you visibly isn't vibrating. Mm -hmm. uh, although she's still like, you can probably touch her and notice, okay, yeah, uh, same issue is still in, okay. in place. Okay. He looks down at her and says, I think we both have things to talk about with each other and questions we want answers for. Maybe we should meet up for that, not in front of an audience, have a private conversation. Okay, I'm open to that. Transistor, who was like behind him, is like, actually, if you're going to do that, um, I'd also have some things that I would like to discuss uh, and she looks at max i feel like we have had like a bit of a communication problem and i don't want any bad blood between our teams i agree with that and um max also has to think about the well kind of loss of control she had there and that maybe if anyone can help her with something like that it would probably be mm. transistor and the guy in the silver in the silver costume looks over to Moon. <laughs> and Moon like, waves. Well, uh, well, you know, if they're all gonna meet up for conversation, why don't why don't we talk? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm left out here. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> you can sense like that. Moon is like still super angry and hyped up on adrenaline, and just shoots him a glare and says, "I don't have anything to say to the SOS." Well, then maybe you do have to meet, because I, I feel we've got a lot in common. Oh. That might catch moons. Like, that might prick up their ears. And uh, you see in his mind an image that does definitely raise your interest, because it's what you see in his mind is a look from the outside at the world of Tilao from space. Oh. Oh. 
he he like sheepishly raises a finger in front of his lips to like suggest you to keep quiet but Knight Rider takes the word again and says alright you okay with tomorrow we have to do the paperwork on this shit he cursed in front of children except Charlotte because she's not, not a, a teenager, teenager. <laughs> yeah <laughs> He 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 was addressing Charlotte. Okay, you can you can this. curse. Not the actual Charlotte. team leader. <laughs> because you know, you know, he's not a big fan of there being more Star Balls, but he definitely assumes that the Star World would be the team leader. I mean officially, um unless we changed it, I think yeah. Charlotte is still I don't think we've officially yeah, then changed she's it. She's still um on the on the record as the team leader. Yeah, and also I don't think he would keep up with, with our No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Media Our <presence>. teenage bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he asks Charlotte if tomorrow is okay. Sure. Where do you want to meet? We'll come to you, incognito. Okay. I'll be waiting. Yeah. Um. He he seems to like be fighting a l- small little battle inside of himself before uh, saying, "Good job." He. I- the way I know him, he'd be proud of you. He he shakes his head and turns around and quickly walks back to his bike to not have to deal with the consequences of saying I that. I visibly do not react, but inside I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Does this shift your labels? Yeah, he he do, I would say he would try to shift your labels in this situation. Okay. Um even though I'm really angry at Knight Rider. I'm okay with that, because, I mean, it's Knight Rider, and he was Starbolt's sidekick, and he knew him really well, so, yeah. I would say what this does for you is it would, like, he would be proud of you or whatever like that. I would say for you, that would result in your savior going up and your freak going down, bringing your savior, I think, up to full again, and your yes. freak to zero, I think. Uh, Yes. Not everyone can be as well balanced as. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Talk to us when your danger is not minus one. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte is very min maxed at this point. Like uh, three yeah. on savior, zero on almost everything, and one on mundane. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, he turns around back to his bike, gets back on it. Transistor uh, also walks back to hers. Uh, Starball two is seated in the in the passenger uh, seat now. Uh, they like tie black hole the unconscious black hole to the back of the bike how and, do they move uh, a unconscious black hole if she just phases through anyone oh probably a stubble too probably point. helps yeah. i'd say in this situation and the guy in the in the silver costume <laughs> is like okay there's no seat for me anymore so he just basically jumps at the front of the bike and liquefies he what and basically he liquefies into a silvery liquid that sticks to the front of the bike. Ooh. Oh. So and he is the liter- a literal quicksilver like Yeah, yeah, he is he is made of quicksilver. We we talked we mentioned this guy in the Q&A episode very briefly as a superhero named Mirror Mirror. Oh, uh, right. And that's the first time that he shows up and the two superhero vehicles take off again leaving the three of you in your somewhat hurt and bruised states back at the Guys, back at the docks. I just remembered we now have to get on a bus and go back. Oh walk. No we can you walk. walk. It's like pretty walk. close it's to your home. It's a it's yeah, a it's a parade. Yeah. Like all the onlookers are just a parade <laughs> for us. 
<laughs> oh, oh, how much do we want to bet that Max is um, is getting asked for autographs? I mean, uh, now that Knight Rider has basically destroyed the rest of the fencing that was left, uh, I would say that some of the fans, now that the danger seems to be over, are streaming onto the docks and clapping and cheering for you for defeating this very well-known supervillain. I'm going to make Moon and Charlotte pose with pictures. <laughs> yeah, and I do with it this very awkwardly. <laughs> yeah. With this brief moment of triumph that the renegades so rarely get, <laughs> I'm going to say we'll end this arc and <sighs> this episode. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> we did it. Guys, we did it. I Max was going I don't through. I don't feel like we've won. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I rolled, I rolled very well. It's not It's not the end of a waypoint arc. If there isn't a big action scene, the villain only kind of loses and Transistor is there. Yes. So all of these happened. <laughs> That's the checklist on your bingo. Yeah, yeah exactly. This was a big one. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that it like shook out really with some really cool moments. Uh, I'm going to have fun editing this. And maybe putting some cool music to some of the more dramatic scenes. And uh, yeah, I, I hope you had fun playing. The next thing we're going to do is most likely going to be the next like in-between episode. Uh, which will be our three heroes getting to talk to three SOS members about all sorts of things. Nice. Did, did y'all have fun? Yes. yes. But also I need to emotionally yes. prepare for the next episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is definitely uh, an emotional rough arc on Charlotte. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, I was just really glad that Max fucked up so bad. It yeah, was that was yeah. like really really cool. So. Yeah, that was one of the coolest moments we had. Like maybe the coolest moment in the episode. Yeah. Ending things out here. Do you have anything that you want to talk about? Anything you want to plug? Yes. Go for it. Okay. I'm, what do you got? I'm watching Guardian right now which is a Chinese web series based on a web novel by Priest. And it's mm. really, really cool. And everything is on YouTube. And if you have any kind of interest in like uh, supernatural stuff or Dunmade, then or BL, then really check this out. It's really, really good. Okay. I nice. know I'm late. It's it was it was published in 2018, so <laughs> but it's really, really good. So I would I would definitely recommend it to everyone. It's a really cool story. I would like to plug a a sure. book series that's also on in audiobook form if you prefer that, and that's Dreadnought by April Daniels. I've been re-listening to it recently and it fits very well if you um, you are here so you like superhero teenagers coming of age stories queer people ho hopefully if you don't like <laughs> queer people please do not continue listening to our podcast if, if you don't like queer people we haven't made things clear enough yet yeah, yeah. We, um, we have failed <laughs> yeah all of us are very queer all right <laughs> yeah so dreadnought is about a um a trans girl who um, gets basically the superpowers of like the Superman version of uh, this universe, which mm. actually transforms her body into her ideal self. So she, she transitions. Ah. And now she has to deal with being outwardly a girl also and um, her very, very unapproving um, father and family and dealing with the mantle that comes with being like having the powers of the biggest superhero. Um, mm. thrust upon you and still being a teenager and it's very very good 
actually, while we're already on the topic of trans superheroes, something I want to plug, and I, I can't imagine that a lot of people who listen to Waypoint haven't heard of that yet, but I'd like to uh, plug another superhero AP podcast. I'd like to plug Super Idols. I'm obsessed with Super Idols. I love Super Idols. I If, if I had listened to Super Idols before I started Waypoint, I would have stolen so much from it. <laughs> It's 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 awesome. It does have a really cool concept for a trans magical girl superhero who like changes forms and uh, you know. I don't want to spoil too much because this person is very um, secretive about their identity, so uh, I'll keep that hidden. So uh, yeah, definitely check out Super Idols, especially if you're like into teen superhero settings that are more like high school base uh, because that's kind of where that one goes a lot more than Waypoint where all of our characters are just curiously not at school anymore. <laughs> at some point we're going to have to talk about Max's education. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the training videos. You, you mean the Dreamland Indoctrination Inc. Yes. Do you have something for us Mimi? I do actually. I want to plug uh, Clever Covid's productions. Mm. We actually participated in a charity live stream um, they organized for abortion rights in Texas. And they just came out with a new podcast called Demon Love and Hellfire. And the first episode is called Florida Man Sees Bird Battle Statue. And I don't think I have to plug anymore because that sounds just awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like the title alone is a seller. <laughs> We also did that live stream like I think... Five to seven weeks ago, depending on when this episode. Goes <laughs> I mean, by out. this time, it might be on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, probably. We did a we did a pretty fun game there. Yeah, check out check the it Waypoint out. Game. Mimi did a really good job as the GM, and the players were amazing. And uh, with with everything plugged, nice and uh, no, I'm not going to continue that. Yeah, I was I just going to like, say it. I did that like two to three times already. I can't <laughs> keep doing this. We're going to tell you where to find us. Go on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram or TikTok at WaypointPod. And otherwise, until next time, when the renegades get to meet with the true well-known heroes of the city, I will say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.